Yeah. You ever get the feeling that everything in America is completely fucked up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles, and it is February 20th, 2020. 02202020. <laughs> All those numbers. How we doing, guys? I actually had a wonderful day. Yeah, it's been a wonderful day. You know, life is good. Every time that I practice being in the present moment, and this is something that people struggle with in today's day and age, because you're either worried about the future or you're dwelling in the past. How are you? How often are you actually in the moment? I myself practice being in the moment, and today I was very much in the moment. And I tell you, when you're in the moment and you get outside yourself, you know, anything that you know is bugging you doesn't seem so bad, you know? Look outside, connect with a bird, not so bad. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> every time, excuse me, I, uh, I pull up my email. I got the classic Yahoo email. You know, haven't done that in a long time. And uh, all these fucking articles, man, every day. It's just, if by now you're surprised about anything that gets revealed about, I don't know, celebrities or uh, executives or priests or fucking uh, some religious person or a fashion designer. Dude, <clears throat> there's suicides, all this addiction, and it's like, man, that's the world. Because you're pushing this false reality on people. And uh, it's starting to create utter insanity. <clears throat> so I saw this article about Michaela Spielberg, Steven Spielberg's daughter, who uh, is reportedly telling people, you know, she was uh, sexually abused by predators when she was younger. And now she's pursuing a career in uh, pornography, you know, sex movies. And Steven Spielberg allegedly endorses her. You know, this mentality of, uh, yeah, just support people and whatever they do as long as you're happy, that is such bullshit. Now, this isn't new, nor should anybody be surprised that she's actually doing this because that poor girl was probably really fucking abused as a kid more than she's even telling about to the point of her mind is so utterly corrupted by that abuse that she became a sex slave and gets money for it. Because that's what pornography is. Literal sex slaves, you just don't see it. They're just not, uh, you know, you know, that's the sex trafficking. <clears throat> that's legal, I suppose. Because it's consensual. And uh, Spielberg comes out and endorses this and... Uh, I don't know about you, but if I had a daughter, uh, I sure as hell wouldn't endorse her getting railed for a living. You know what I mean? Maybe either you didn't care that you were a father. See, I kind of have like old school father instincts in me, and I don't even have kids. Uh, but I tell you right now, uh, my daughter's not going to be getting railed as a, for a living. Like, that's not right. <laughs> it's wrong. 
on so many levels that I don't even know how to unpack this one. But I'm not mad or anything. I just go that you now that poor soul, you know. And then people want to talk about addiction. You know, mental health is always in a thing. And I have uh, a unique perspective on that, considering I've had my own bouts with that. And I think a lot of people who speak out loudly about how that you should treat people with mental illness is uh, I I have some theories on that too. Meaning. Number one, don't tell me who I can sympathize for. I try to sympathize for individuals as they come to me based on their own thing. And how I work is if you're honestly trying to better yourself and you're making progress, then I totally sympathize with whatever you're doing and I get that. But if you're just a fuck around, you know, and you're just constantly not learning from your mistakes you just keep doing the same shit over and over again. I, sorry, I don't give a fuck. You know, I just don't. It's a waste of people's time. But we should, every human being. You know, I'm torn between is every human being special? I think they are, but with mind controlling things, you know, people can be not think for themselves, you know. What's funny about the, you know, how mankind started from all the myths, legends, and the stories of the Bible. We'll go with that. Adam and Eve started with disobedience. <laughs> you know, it's like in human nature. Regardless of what you believe, folks, wherever you hail from, whatever God you pray to, I'm talking about human beings, despite how you think we got here. The stories tell us, that we are a disobedient bunch. So that's fascinating, isn't it? The story of Adam and Eve, right? In perfect bliss, one with the, you know, in the Garden of Eden, harmony, nature, all is good, all is one. Then what does the lady do? Disobeys. She faced temptation, gave in, boom, took a bite of that forbidden fruit. Now she's aware that she's naked. Adam's naked. Now they're strangers to each other. Oh, shit. <laughs> now they've broken the bonds of uh, nature and oneness, and they are now free to see their full human potential. Interesting. I find it very intriguing, that story, right? Also, there's a story of uh, Prometheus you know, in ancient Greece. Prometheus uh, stole fire and gave or uh, no Prometheus was a god who gave fire to man and it disobeyed what the god like Zeus wanted or something or the gods wanted and he was punished for it and uh Prometheus thought it was a good idea for man to have fire and you know fire does a lot of shit destroys things cooks stuff you know keeps you warm uh, all that interesting i love it does, you know, just take belief out of it for a minute and just look at these stories from a, like an objective point of view and see what they're trying to tell us. You know, It's what I do. I try to keep an open mind because I, I was used to be such a closed-minded, cynic bastard, and I just fucking... It, I was going insane, and I don't want to go insane. Which brings me to addiction, motherfuckers. <clears throat> Everybody telling you... If you have somebody suffering from addiction, you need to give me sympathy, and they're not the ones suffering from it. See, I have a problem with that. I feel for people who have lost, like, children to addiction, 
But then I also know that it goes so much deeper than the person themselves. Like, it's a combination of a lot of things. A lot of lies people are are told, society, your upbringing. It starts at home, though. You know what I mean? It all, everything in your life starts at home with your family. I went to a funeral last Saturday. A friend of mine from high school died. She was a heroin addict. And uh, she had a hard time getting long-term sobriety, right? Halfway houses, in and out of rehabs, milked everybody in her life for whatever she needed. Ex-stripper, you know, she had that part of her life. So when I read this story about uh, Steven Spielberg's daughter, it makes me think if she was uh, fondled, sexually abused by predators then maybe she was fondled by her dad. (laughs) You know, I know that seems weird, um, but if you can corrupt a mind when they're ultra young, that's why you have to fuck with kids' heads because they'll grow up thinking and not questioning what they're taught unless, you know, you're just rebellious by nature and you go, fuck, this is stupid, and you just had that in you. Like me, I was a drinker. (laughs) And for some reason, alcoholics, you know, we we turn it around after a while, but it's not fucking easy, and I'm not making light of it. And let me fucking tell you something. It's really goddamn hard to change your perception on life. And anybody that tells you different is really fucking full of shit, so they can go fuck themselves. And that's my personal opinion on that. But uh, when it comes to you laying a friend down, I had mixed feelings about this whole thing because, one, I understood. There's another part of me that goes, you know, I'm not surprised because it's been forever. I mean, over a decade of fucking around and that shit catches up to you eventually. You know, time runs out, your body runs out, you physically can't have handle shit anymore or you just, whatever. And uh, I never fucked with heroin, you know, other than some pain pills that I took, you know, here and there, you know, a Vicodin or... I think I took a half Oxycontin one time and I'll, I stared at a fire for like two hours. That shit is, you know, when people tell you, and that, again, I was, I'm a, I, was a, I was a drinker. And when people tell you they're all the same, eh, they're not all the same. I mean, they're all drugs and they all have different effects, but they all, you know, alcohol is still one of the worst as far as affecting every, everything. Uh, your body, your skin, your eyes, your blood, your heart, all of it, your liver, or all of it. You know, then heroin's like, well, this day and age, I mean, from what I know about heroin, it's not even pure anymore, right? And then you get your psychedelic drugs, which, to be honest, are the, the safest thing you can do is because nothing happens with psychedelics. There's no physical damage, and people, oh, no, man, there's physical. You might cut your ear off like Van Gogh. Shut your fucking mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't recommend psychedelics if you uh, are unstable in the brain already. You probably will freak the fuck out when the walls start melting. (laughs) But, you know, that's fascinating, you know. Um, A lot of people take psychedelics to see if it can enhance your spiritual experiences, right? You know, get in touch with a world that you can't see and the reality of things. And then there's the argument that's just a chemical thing and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And, uh psychedelics are something that once you do it once twice uh you don't necessarily ever need to really do them again you know unless you 
Um, Want to eat ham sandwiches and stare at a fridge for about 30 minutes? I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> um, but uh, at this funeral, man, yeah, I just, I don't like funerals. I don't like any of that crap. What do you say? You know, and my friend and I went and we talked to the parents afterwards and uh, it, uh, the mom just started going in on it and I couldn't help myself. But because I know her history that like, even though it was their daughter they lost, there was a part of me, a part of me, not the part that was in the moment, but there was a part of me, and I'm being honest, had such contempt for these parents. I did. I'm not going to lie. Like, you... Because these parents, I understand, like, you can only do so much for children, right? And at a certain point, they're, they're, they, she's been an adult for a long time, right? So it's not like she was a fucking kid and you, you know, you're, you make your own decisions as an adult. But then there's a part of me that's like, if I was a parent, would I let my kid die? But as a person who drank and doesn't anymore, there's also this thing like it, if it only works if you want it to work, right? You can't. You can't force people into anything, no matter how much love you show them, how much help you give them, how much sympathy, how much you give them money, how much you uh, hug them, how much you let them cry, how many times you give them a couch to sleep. Dude, there's nothing you can do for that internal struggle unless those people are willing to be honest with themselves. And this is what I've learned and I've seen other people go through who have successful lives in sobriety, you know? And I don't mind talking about it. I've always been open. Well, I'm not open on the public forum because it doesn't really matter. But I get, I do take things a little, I have a different um, experience than some people who write articles about this shit and publish papers and things like that who just don't fucking know. And uh, once you get that licked, you have to uh, then work within, and when you work within, you start to discover a lot of truths about yourself when you stop lying to yourself about all kinds of things and just start being you, and then the lies around you are pretty obvious. You know, you could start seeing the lies in the media, the lies that people say, the lies in the medical office, the lies here, the lies there, and it's a grieving process. You know, you have to go through and have a process like I did where it's like, I had to go through my stages of grief, of denial, anger, uh, bargaining, you know, then finally acceptance. And now I don't live in fear. And I oh, I did have contempt for the parents, but I had sympathy. And it's like, what do you say to the parents that lost a kid? But at the same time, I was like, you know, I, the roots of these problems go so much deeper. It goes back to the heart of, it starts at home, guys. If you think... Like, oh, I work hard, I just come home and I pay the bills, that's enough. No, you have to instill some fucking guidelines, some mentoring to these kids. Because when they become an adult, man, they are going to be fucked up without any of that. Come on, doggy. Oh, sorry, Tiggs. <laughs> I should have let you in before the dog wanted in. He hangs out with me, right, Tiggs? Yeah, he's cool. <clears throat> okay. So I had... I go through different emotions when I see somebody fall like that because I know that if you want it, you have to do it. Nobody else is going to save you. Nobody else is going to extend a hand. 
that is going to pull you out of that fire permanently. You have to climb out. Someone reached the hand, but you have to do the climbing. You have to pull. You have to do the lifting. And that's the truth of the matter. And if you don't, then you'll only go so far. Then you'll live in this pit of your own hell that you created inside your mind. And then that's it. Like this Michaela Spielberg who is going to pursue a sex career in porn. And dad says, okay, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, honestly, I would, if my daughter said that, then I'd be like, I failed you as a father and I have to cut ties with you so I can keep my sanity because I am of use to other people. And so I get... I get what the parents did to her a long time ago. They let her go, you know, and that's okay. Or they did what they could, you know. But I'm telling you, not all drugs are the same. In my experience with people that get hooked on, like, the heroines and the amphetamines, they are just a different... They're a different bird of human being. A different bird. Like I've said before, I'm a hawk among, among pigeons. And heroin addicts, if I had to pick a bird for them... They're kind of like vultures, man. Scavengers. Blue jays. A blue jay. A blue jay would be a good fucking analogy for a heroin addict. Blue jays are scavenger birds. They fucking steal eggs. And and that's just, that's just how... See, I used to think, and you know, I'm just speaking honestly, and I go back and forth. I have gone back and forth with this my whole life about how if you're just loving and kind to people then you you give them the benefit of the doubt right and kill them with kindness all that shit and just practice peace blah 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 but then there's this other part of me that just feels and kind of knows that some people are just vultures you know, but then again, uh, when you go back to the Adam and Eve story, and now you have the the potential of what humans, but being fully human is, can humans have the ability to transform themselves into something more than, or are they always that way, right? If you, you know, can can a blue jay learn to be? humble and humiliate and learn some humility and uh, redeem themselves or is it what it is you know is a blue jay just a blue jay always going to be a scavenger bird always was you know and in my experience when you get to like heroin things like that those type of people man they are they're always blue jays even if they don't want to be, but they can't help it, you know. And it's sad. And I'm just, I, I, I said, I've gone back and forth with this in my head. This doesn't mean I'm trying to hold people in contempt. I'm just saying, I'm saying that I've thought about this and contemplated it over time. Because I used to be very, just kind of like, you know... Oh, that happy-go-lucky guy, like, just stupid with everybody. Oh, everybody, if you're just nice to them, they'll be nice back. And then you realize some people are trying to murder you or rob you or take advantage of you. 
and they're just out like for themselves in like the shittiest of ways. And unfortunately, this. But the woman always wasn't like that, you know. This girl that, you know, in high school she was popular. She was a nice person, but she was damaged long before this took her life. Something happened, and I don't even know the history of it. Could be sexual. Could have had some shit happen as a kid. Things that I am unaware of. I do know she was an ex-stripper. And you just don't become a stripper, folks. You know? You don't have, like, a good upbringing and go, You know what I'm gonna do? Swing around a pole for an evening or two. (laughs) When I'm an attractive young lady. And not even that attractive sometimes. You know what I mean? You know, you go to a strip club in a rural area. That's not the A-team. You know what I mean? (laughs) Ah, uh, that's the C-section. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate strip clubs. I never liked them. Even when I was a hornball. You know, I never liked strip clubs. Like, I like, I love women. I love, you know, all that. I've had plenty. Uh, but uh, I've never liked going to a strip club. I just felt, it's just weird. It's because it's so forced, you know? It's not even like, if it's a willing thing, it's different. But when it's forced... Ah, I just, whatever. And you know that woman, like I said, comes from some fucking damaged background. Like my friend, heroin addict. God knows what happened to her when she was younger because she was a stripper like right out of high school. So she did it for a long, long time. And quiet, Tiggs, quiet, Tiggs. And, you know, it just makes you wonder how that stuff comes to be. And I think there's a deeper evil going on. There's something that has damaged uh, the psyche, you know? where it is so deeply rooted that it might take an entire lifetime to uproot that and heal from it. You know, but I do believe you can be you can be mended from it, but if you start people young and everything like that, If you start people at a young age and fuck up their head, I mean, it's really hard to reverse it I think if not damn near impossible because either you become a crazy addict you can't figure it out and you, your life is just about staying sober and or you die and that's the truth man and this Michaela Spielberg that's nothing to condone a life of fucking you know that's nothing uh, I don't know to each his own I suppose but I am Definitely not on board. What a depressing podcast. (laughs) Supposed to be my fun, happy-go-lucky type talk, you know? If I want no nonsense, come watch the live stream. But this is just, uh, this is dark. But anywho, I'll get out of here and keep this one short today. So, again, I believe it starts at home, folks. And thank God I'm grateful for my parents who even know... My father was the enforcer, disciplined person of my life. He, he totally, I hated him as a kid, you know, because of how he was at that moment. But in hindsight, I'm so grateful. He did what he did and he was a father, not a friend, but a father. And today, as a man, I understand and respect what he was doing then for me because he was preparing me for now. And I will and am grateful for that always. So thank you, Dad. I love you, you son of a bitch. Don't take yourself too seriously, folks.
You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs>